Industry-leading, difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for boxing voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. We don't fight for rings and stuff like that. I don't fear anyone. In this sport, no se viene a jugar y no le tengo miedo a nadie. You don't come to play in this sport. I don't fear no one in this sport. Don't, don't, don't. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Monguilla, Mario Corpus Christi's own IBO. Rated, ranked, cruiserweight. What's going on, champ? Yo, you know, you know, just another day out here in this hot ass weather. Oh, it's hot out there? Bro, it's like 101 with the uh, heat index and the humidity. I went outside to run with Canela. I said, I'm just going to take it light today. Y'all was out there huffing and puffing after five minutes. It's just too hot, man. It's too hot. Damn. It's like dangerous hot. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Yo, uh, it looks like Jamal Charlo believes Juan Montiel is a dangerous fighter himself he's saying yeah. that if demetrius andre of new providence can get past montiel he'll give him an opportunity at unification now you know i'm happy with him at least wanting to fight demetrius um not really sure i'm happy with the roadblocks or the build-up fights and not sure that these serve as build-ups like if 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 andre and eddie do follow the path given to them by charlo uh does the world care that they share a common opponent in juan uh you know montiel um does it help the fight anymore by having andre fight montiel and Charlo fight yet another person, and then they meet 
again in, in the next fight? Like, uh, what makes sense to you? Listen, I'm going to tell you real talk. I think that despite the fact that Montiel now has, what, five losses? He's only been knocked out once. Like, am, I might be the one tripping here, and I definitely understand <clears throat> why it would seem that way. But I'm not against this. Like, that's fine. Like, Jermall is clearly in a driver's seat that Andre is not. I think Andre's the better fighter. I think Andre beats him, but that's not the way boxing works. It's not who we think is better is the guy that's the A side. Jamal has solidified himself. And if he wants to make this like this isn't an outlandish thing to say. Like it's not like he's saying, "Well, he should knock Triple G out in 5 rounds and then I'll fight him because then that's horse shit. That's you running from a fight." He, all he's simply saying is, "Let's promote this thing." the way that we've promoted fights in boxing for the last 150 years, and let's get this on. And guess what? Montiel proved that when he's taking things seriously, when he gets a real opportunity, he's going to come out, and he's going to at least not fall over. And I think that's more than you can ask for fighters these days. I, I mean, that's just the way I see it. A Mexican fighter fighting Andre gives it certain build, and then it leads into a Charlo fight. For me, that fight's worth it to wait one more fight. You know, this has to speak um, like leaps and bounds for, for Montiel, right? All of a sudden, he's become this litmus test, this barometer, the the gauge, right? Like, go through him and get a unification. Um, yeah. Will the networks buy it, though? Like, is the zone going to believe Jamal? That's the big one there. Does the yeah. zone believe Jamal enough to now send Juan an offer or is this something that is which I don't even think is possible but I mean a two-fight deal where you tell an Andre like here fight Montiel and then we'll give you Charlo and does that mean That's that the, the offer so then that means that it has to come from Showtime to Andre and not the other way around and I don't know that that's gonna happen is PBC really gonna pay for Andre to beat up on Montiel to build up a Charlo fight? See, I don't think it has to be that complicated. Why can't it just be Andre and Charlo signed to fight each other right now? And in the contract, there's a contingency that it's based off of win in his next fight. And then that would be the agreement that he would say, okay, well, then I'm going to fight Montiel in my next fight. And then, like, let's also look at from the DAZN side. They don't have anybody that's just swarming, you know. Like, like nobody makes any sense for Andre at this point. He is, like, well, in this did. weird limbo. They so did make they an offer, for a though, fight Mario. Like this. Remember, they made an offer to Chris Eubank. Now, whether Wayne Oh, that's true. That is true. But that has not had any sort of movement from what I understand. No, you're right. Whether Wasteman box it allows him to accept it or advises him to accept, we don't know. But... According to Eddie, it was a lucrative offer that they were interested in uh, being, you know, the Wasserman people, Wasserman, whatever you do. Wasserman, yeah. Now, I, and I don't even really, like, I like this direction much, much more. It has nothing to do with, like, UK or anything like that. It has everything to do with the fact that this fight should have happened, like, three times by now. They should have already, they should be arguing about who's getting the most money in a trilogy not fighting for the first time this is the direction i want if neither of these guys are on canelo's radar which they are not in for the next foreseeable 16 months 
then they have to find a way to create their own lane. That's your favorite word or your favorite phrase, and it works in so many ways. This is them creating their own lane. And by the way, this is two black American fighters that certainly fight a pay-per-view. This is this gives them the power. This takes the power out of you know certain promoters that you know deal in 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 certain types of fights. And um, this would absolutely be a big deal. I think it would be one of the biggest fights of the year, regardless of who's fighting. And so um, I, if I'm Andre, I call his bluff. I call Jamal's bluff. I say let's sign a fight. I'll 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 agree to fight Montiel. You know, I mean, I don't know, maybe by. October, November is enough time for him to heal up, uh, and then we fight in the first uh, quarter of January, twenty or the first quarter of twenty twenty two. Let me. What's text, wrong with that? Let me check Samson. See, is he? Hold on. Text your man's. Text your man, Samson. Look, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Um, I just don't think that it's out of. I like. After everything that's gone on between Jermall and really both Charlos and Andre, this is like, and, and I know it's kind of pathetic, but this is like that slither of light for this fight that I didn't see yesterday or last week or last month or last year. You know, this is a fight that I started to put on the list of fights that are never going to happen. Um, but if I'm Andre, honestly, I'll put up with the bullshit because I know how good I am. Because I know I have a good chance of being the best fighter of that division. And, you know, proving it, it wouldn't be hard after beating Montiel and I just, then Charles. I just hit up Samson. He's online, too. So if, I love WhatsApp, you know. I never used to be a WhatsApp dude. But WhatsApp is almost like... The read receipts on iMessage, so you know when a person's yeah, so on. If they don't, yeah, yeah, so if you ain't got your read receipts on, right? You know when a person's yo. online, you know when they read your shit, it's like... Yo, yo that's why people text me now on, on WhatsApp instead. Like, the writers will be hitting me up on WhatsApp. I'm like, why didn't you text me? Like, bro, I texted you like four hours ago. I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, man, it's... Uh... I don't like Definitely. that, though. Like, that's like a thing. Like, I'm not single anymore, but if I wasn't single... Yo, that would be bad for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Hiding from girls and shit. Uh-oh, look, he tried to call me. Come on, chill, man. Answer the question <laughs> What did you ask him? <laughs> what was the question? No, I asked him, was, yo, has Eddie or anybody reached out since Jamal is demanding that Montiel fight Andre to get a shot at a unification? And I said, come on, let's build that fight up. Let's push and get that fight for Montiel. You know, Montiel's his fighter, so we got to help him. Yo, he, he was like, yo, do you have the offer? Like, <laughs> he, <thought that. laughs> he about to call me like, yo. Nah, yo. Look, look, nah listen, that's a that's a good fight. I like right it. Back. I like, I mean, I, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm not speaking correctly. What I'm saying is I like that fight with the implication that it leads to, um, you know, Andre and, um, and Charlo. But, like, if you're Montiel, it kind of sucks because it's like, you could beat an Andre. I mean, I'm not saying he can, and I don't think he will, but let's just say, you know, Mir Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. 
S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Miracles happen, right? And this is boxing. If that were to take place, like, it just ruins all the plans. But then on the other side of it, like, it doesn't really build a star either. Like, Montiel's already kind of been in these situations, and we kind of know what kind of fighter. Like, if anything, it wouldn't be like, oh, my God, Montiel rose to the occasion. I mean, it would be part of that, but it would also be part of, like, Andre shut the bed. Like, that would be the headline. You know, not, you know, boxing has a new Mexican star. It would be boxing's brightest shit the bed hard against Montiel. So, you know, but but I don't see that happening at all. I don't see it happening. Um, you know, I just hope that there's no egos here. Well, Andre's that's what like, he said. He said, he said, look, I don't really understand you because the truth is uh, that, you know, um, Charlo still has to make the decision to fight Andre. Yeah. You know, he has nothing to do with Andre and Montiel, you know. Uh, and I told him it's more about the pressure, you know. You saying that you're willing to accept that offer from Andre and Eddie if, 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 if it ever came so that um, Montiel can get that shot. Um, yeah. and And put the pressure back on Charlo. But I mean, look, yeah. it's not like we haven't been here before and, and, and really let's 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 give out the facts. And the facts are as followed. Uh Demetrius Andre had this to say after Saturday night's post fight, where, you know, uh in the press conference, Jamal Charlo made it clear that if Andre could beat Montiel, he would fight him. So Andre came out a few minutes ago on Twitter and said Jamal Charlo making himself look like a damn fool. He says, and I quote, I'm not a matchmaker. But when David Benavidez, he needed to be vaccinated. And I quote, Andre got to beat Montiel first. Laughing my ass off at his excuses. At least his brother, Jamal Charlo, got some balls and is trying to be undisputed. Hey, Jamal, let's unify in September. Hashtag you scared? So, mm, so scared. It's, it's 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 really Andre putting the pressure Should, on Charlo after hearing the Charlo? him. Yeah. Should I read the Charlo quotes real quick? Did Charlo respond again, or you mean what he said? No, no, no. Saturday? This is from yeah, because we never even gave his quotes. Now that I think about it, okay. So this is uh, from a boxing scene article written by Keith Eidick, Um and in it, these are char- just these are Jamal's quotes uh, for which the title of this show derives from. I don't make the fights. I don't pick the fights, you know, whatever circumstances that he in. I'm not here for none of that. I'm a fighter. I don't look. I own lines only promotions, but I don't have the right to make the sanctioned bouts and to make the commissioners of each belt and eat. And he fights on a different network. I'm not into all that. All right. I just say if you want to fight, you know how to make the fight happen. That's all I'm about. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with him. But he's a horrible fighter. He's a horrible fighter. I mean, it's going to be a horrible fight. What are you saying? Like, you know, whatever. I'm cool with it all. You know, I'm here to talk that shit. I'm about anybody. We warriors. I'm down to get in the ring with anybody. I just showed y'all a fight. Like, you know, let's see if a dude could beat, if, if he could beat the dude I just fought. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll talk, you know, like whatever. That sound like, like, yo, listen, the way they put those quotes in, he sound like, 
He's stripping. Yo, why? They made him sound terrible. Like, oh, man, oh, you want me to fight him? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not I'm not. a matchmaker. I mean, yes, I own my own promotional company, but I'm not a matchmaker. Like, yo, you tripping, dog. But, again, I'm, I still feel like Ma, like, we could talk about all this shit, like what Andre has done and, and everything, and, and both guys have achievements. But at the end of the day, Maul is in the driver's seat. I'm not going to pretend like he's not. It's stupid. Yeah, Jamal's in the driver's seat because of who he's with, right? It's like he's with people that don't need other people at this point. Word. It's not he's in the driver's seat because he's truly in the driver's seat. Even though, even though, kind of tech, no. even though technically he's kind of in the driver's seat because he did do the pay-per-view. At least they did the pay-per-view. At least True. your promoter, uh, you know, tried, you know, tried to. Believed him in an, enough to do that, you know. And it was on the back of uh, the twin billing. But still, you know, he is one of the twins. You know, right now you got to believe that Mel is not the better Charlo, but the Charlo to be. You know, if you had the power to, like, zap in and out of each Charlo and live their life, like, Mel is the guy that you want to be right now, I think, because he's on the verge of Undisputed. You know, the whole, like, America seems to be really getting behind him more and more, and I think it's based off the fact that he's willing to fight these fights. You know, for whatever reason, I really don't know, he had a huge Hispanic support in Texas. Um, and I mean, because they're likable guys and they're great fighters, obviously. But I just mean, like, what was different between the twins versus other fighters that have come along? I don't know. But they have a – they had and I still believe they maintain a solid Hispanic uh, foundation of fans within the Texas border. And so um, that, that counts for something. You know, that counts for something. Maul is in the driver's seat. There's no way you could say he's not. Andre is, you know, for the last seven years, six years, has been trying to get one of these fights. And, and yo, I, I was pulling up stuff right um, just to look and have the quotes on. And I ended up reading the Ring article uh, written by Doug Fisher from the night that they announced that Andre pulled out of the, uh, of the Charlo fight, you know, over money and communications. And, uh, yo, reading it back, it's heartbreaking, dog. It's heartbreaking to see that. Like, I wish I could get in my DeLorean, go back, and be like, no, Andre, don't do it. But Just fight the fight. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. Like, no, my but, man is like. But, uh, you know, financially, it was the right decision to pull out. That fight that's was That's true. A, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that fight was like a $100,000 fight. Somebody would have got that O. Um, he wouldn't have made the money that he made uh, with Matchroom. Very, very big money. That's true. That is true. You know, I, I'm sure Andre was getting like, I mean, look, we, we seen Jesse Vargas get $1.8 to fight Thomas Delorme. I'm sure Andre was easily getting like $2 million guaranteed. Easy, bro. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Like, that was like a drop in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the way they were spending money before. Like, yep. bro, so, you know, was... he did what he had to do. You know what I mean? And Charlo, it was Jamel that was signed up to fight him, not Jamal. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. Yes, so I should have made that clear. Jamel yes. also, his 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 legacy is already solidified. Like, he's going in undisputed in a couple months. Going to be solidified, so, yeah. So, um, it... It doesn't even matter at this point. Like, the fact that they're holding this ridiculous grudge is what 
bothers me. Like the fact that that the Charlos can't look at it like, man, you know what? We was about to fight for peanuts. Now we about to fight for millions. That's so strange to me. That that yeah. it's like how you holding a grudge over that when it's like, bro, we was not gonna make the money we making now. Now it's worth your time. Now it's worth mm -hmm. the money. You know, I, I don't Word. know. It's weird to me, bro. So weird. Nah, you're right. Listen, and it's like Andre Andre from Rhode Island, where obviously like there's not like a lot of like it's not like a big fight town. It's not like a place you can hang your hat on. You know, versus the Charlo. So, like, I get the discrepancy in the eyes of people who understand the way that economics work in boxing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, again, you make a very good point. Like, Andre isn't drowning over there. You know, he he this the, I, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Um, you know, and then you go now, back to the $7 million argued, to fight Andre. Go ahead. I was just going to say it could be argued, like, they gave Andre – not the best opposition and charlo's been not fighting the best opposition at 60 but i mean there's starting to be a debate who's handling the opposition better he didn't okay. stop he didn't stop dervianchenko but it was a great fight and he looked great uh sure. people are very unhappy with the Korobov fight you know the montiel fight his eye was shut like, I, at least Andre isn't, you know, Luke Keeler isn't closing his eye. And, you know, uh, no one's saying that Akinwande arguably beat him, where they are yeah. saying that about Korobov. So, no, and you're absolutely right, bro. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's basically it. Uh-oh. Do we got Paul Andre? That's my co-producer. I love having a co-producer, man. Yo, um, yeah, no, and, and and the thing about Andre, like people go to the Liam Williams fight, right? And 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 he kind of got some shit for 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 not stopping him, but but you have to understand the way an Andre fights. You know what I'm saying? And against the Liam Williams, he did his thing. I, you know, he got the knockdown. Like that fight looked like it was gonna end very differently, and it didn't. Yeah. Yo, give yeah. me a second. Yeah. So I mean, based off, I I just got another message from my good friend. Um... Samson Lewickovich, that fight with Montiel, it probably isn't possible. Uh, it probably isn't possible. Uh, Samson believes that Paco will not approve Montiel, especially off of the loss. Um, so, you know, he's saying that Charlo's just blowing wind, you know, or hot air, whatever you want to call it. But he says it's not a true possibility. Um, there's no way Paco would approve Andre. Now, I wonder how it works with a voluntary, right? When it's your voluntary, can you go uh, and just dust off anyone i don't think so right mario like if it's your voluntary can you just dust off anyone because samson hit me with another message he said that the nail in the coffin basically is paco would never approve montiel off of a loss um so oh, and okay. he said and he said let's give montiel at least two months before we even talk about him so he must have took some lickings oh he definitely i mean he looked like he took some lickings like you know what I mean? Like, and he got touched up. So that's what I was saying too. That's what I was saying. Like, 
you you know we're in what we're in june june you got july august he'll up september october he can you know get back in the gym november fight you know what i'm saying so uh but yeah that's a fair point we should give him some time but at the same time you know my man ain't turning down nothing but it's Kyla, you know what I mean? He fighting that fight. Like, there's no way. That's an opportunity. To fight an Andre, I don't care what, you know, the money says or any of that. People in the know in boxing have always been either intimidated or congratulatory of an Andre because they see and recognize the difficulty he presents in the ring. You know, does he beat a Canelo? Does he beat a Jamal or Jamel? I don't know. But I'll tell you, he's one of the few guys on this planet that could do it, you know, or that, that at least has a higher chance than most. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, listen, the time is now to make that fight, you know, um, especially with, with. They're running out of opponents. They're both fighting guys that, 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 that the public isn't really interested in, but. Let's open up the phone lines and see what the people got to say. We're going out to the callers. Uh, Don't forget the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Chad in Houston, what's up? Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, can you Yes. Awesome. Hey, you just called in to say, man, what the heck is Charlotte thinking, man? I, I can't uh, I, don't, I don't get why. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we yeah. can hear you now. Repeat that. Okay. Oh, I was just saying, I don't I don't know what the heck Charlotte was thinking with making concessions, man. This dude has done nothing. Nothing for the sport. Uh, I mean, I, his brother Mel is, is another story. He's a, he's a good fighter, and he's actually putting work in. But I, I'm tired of these these fighters becoming champions and fighting prospect-level competition. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And he and it seems like he, he thinks that Montiel is a good win. That That is not. I don't respect him. I don't uh, think that for, he for thinks it's a good win. win. I just think that he thinks Montiel is a tough guy. I think he thinks he's a tough sob man. Okay, so PBC has a has a history of using uh, these fighters who get a tough loss and putting them in with type their top level fighters. They they just abuse them over a long uh, like a year period of time. Just because you get a good loss means it, at PBC at PBC you can you can get the next top fighter because you gave a good uh, outing in a loss. You know, I'm just tired of that that formula. And as boxing fans, I don't think we should take it anymore. I hear you, brother. Listen, let me get to uh, Demetrius Andrade's father, Paul Andrade. Paul, how are you? Good, yourself? I'm good. Uh, Even happier that you're calling in. I'm glad uh, that you're on. I'm sure you heard Jamal Charlo's, I guess, demands, claiming your son needs to fight Juan Montiel. And if he can get past them, then he'd be willing to make the fight with uh, your son, Demetrius. What do you say to that? Well, number one, uh, Juan, Juan did a great job. He did what he could. You know, I don't put no fighters down or anything like that. But we're a title holder. 
okay? And uh, they want to pay us to fight certain people. They don't want us just to pay us to fight anybody. We don't have that, like, uh, Gallo. He can pick and choose who he wants to fight. Doesn't matter the, the quality of fighter. You know, we were always held to any high standard of fighter. We fight everybody. All our guys are top ten in the world, if you look at them. Um, I don't know where Montiel sits as far as the, his rankings. But if you had time to look it up quick, I don't know. Montiel's not in the top ten. He's come off four losses. Yeah, I mean, I reached out to his promoter. His promoter told me that there's no way Paco, who's the president of the WBO, would approve Andre to face Montiel <laughs> off a loss. So, uh, exactly. you know. Exactly. We fight guys with, you know, one loss, no losses. And those are, we fight all our mandatories. We don't pick and choose who we fight. We never did. And anybody, we even if we're on our pick fight, we, we get a top 10 fighter. Mungir is our mandatory who keeps refusing to take the fight. That's why we had to end up fighting Liam Williams. But so Andre, he Paul, it, Williams that, hey, he should go fight Liam Williams then before he comes fights us. He's always making stipulations that don't play. Either shut up and put up. You mean Jamal? Yes. Okay. Why is there conditions with this kid in this double talk and everything else? Either fight or just shut up. Go away. Is Leave it, us alone. So, so do you did you take the fight Montiel? This is Mario Mugia, by the way. Thanks, uh, Paul, for coming on. Uh, did you take his whole thing, you know, fight Montiel as... Like Cap, you think he really doesn't want the fight with 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 Demetrius, or or is it a thing where he's just trying to stall for time? Like, what do you interpret that as? Because obviously, you, you know that none of that is real. Well, look, he, he he's still doing his two step. He's the king of the two step when it comes to fighting someone who can fight. I mean, Montiel's a good kid and everything else. I don't put no fighters down. You know what I mean? Because you know what, they all put their heart and soul into their craft. You know, and they deserve it. But, you know, Montiel, I mean, he fought at 47. I thought it was 54 when he fought Jaime Maguire. He got stopped. He got stopped a couple of the fights. He, he has four losses. We have never fought a guy with four losses. All our guys we fight are top ten. Yeah, but, Paul, let me just clear that up. That was a similar situation to Andre, right? Like, Andre was supposed to face Jaime. Jaime was the number one. He decided to pass over so the number two, Liam, got the opportunity. Same thing with Charlo. He had, he had already beaten the number one in Dervianchenko. So they went to the next one, which was Jaime, who also said no because he's number one in the WBO and the number two in the WBC. So he also said no to fighting Charlo. So the next guy available was Juan Montiel. Matias. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes. As far as Devachenko is concerned, how many losses can you have and still be number one? He loses to a Devachenko and still got a title fight. All right, so, you know what? Devachenko, I can, you know what? I understand what Devachenko has some hard fights. He's abused. His body's abused. He's had some hard fights. Yeah, he's going down to and 54. He's the top guy. Huh? He said he's going down to 54 after the Charlo fight. Well,. Let me explain it to you this way, okay? We don't pick our guys. We only can fight who will, is willing to fight us. Mm. All right? And over on, that, on his side of the fence, they can pick and choose. 
Where's his undefeated fighters? They're not uh, available right now. <laughs> yeah, you got one available, Demetrius Andrade. Word, you're right. Hey, uh, Paul, let me ask you, what did you, uh, and I know you've answered this before, but just, you know, now that time has passed, what did you think of Demetrius uh, crashing the press conference? Um, do you think that that is the route that y'all should take from this point on? People are saying, like, you know, Mr. TM. Uh, is that well, something well, that's in the game plan now because y'all need to get these fights? You know, it's a shame when a title fighter got to chase people for fights. Nobody says, I want to fight Demetrius Andrade. No, they don't. Number one. Number two, all those fights were made. I mean, people have an issue with that. How did Waller get the fight with him? How, how did how uh, <laughs> Muhammad Ali? I mean, these guys exactly. went after guys. And matter of fact, Bernard Hopkins told us the other day when we were at the Marvin Hagler thing, don't be a stalker, be a serial stalker. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's that. but Paul, but Paul, I, that's why I, you know we do a show every single day. So yesterday's show, I was saying that why didn't at least a Andre show up to the Charlo fight, or at least the Munguia fight? You guys are with the zone. You could have went to the Munguia fight at least. Yo, excuse me. You know we're not going to spend our lives chasing fighters. We did what we had to do with Canelo. We, you know, Demetrius was very respectful. He didn't come off wrong. He just congratulated him and just asked when we can then when we gonna get it on. And then all of a sudden he goes off. You but know, get the fuck out of here and all that stuff. But Paul, it Paul, went viral. It was a big moment for y'all. I mean, everybody still, was okay, talking about wait it. Wait, wait, wait. We crashed Charlo's press conference. Yes. You guys forget that? Yeah. No, we don't. Oh, really? No, we don't. on the corner. As a matter of fact, if you look at the video, right, with Danny, my boy Danny, caught him up in New York, he started crying the blues. I know what you're so talking about. Oh, yeah, Danny got in his face, and what he did, back down. Yeah, but Danny started yeah. talking money, not fighting, down. man. Danny started talking about making millions and not yeah. not, not fighting. That's well, not no, 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 no. Danny, you know, first of all, Danny approached him saying, what you got to say about me? He did, he did. And then he started doing his two-step again. <laughs> you love two-step. <laughs> all right. They saw the video. It. Then Danny came at the end saying, you ain't in the M's. Yes. Okay, so therefore, he's always two-stepping. Why is he always talking and never wants to sign on a dotted line? Eddie Hearns offered him $7 million. Came out right in public. Yeah, that's true. Now he's going to say that's not enough money? You know, look, he wants a two-step. He can do anything he wants. Just keep us out of his mouth. But can we keep the pressure on him? I know it's expensive. I know you don't want to feel like you got to check. But this is just your story. This is your son's story. It's not going to be a Keith Thurman story We're where all the fighters come the to country. Him. Look, 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 excuse me. This costs us money. We didn't mind paying it. But we're not going to fly to the country and have to keep knocking on somebody's door. You know, they ain't got the message yet that something's wrong with them. They know what the message is. They know what we want. They, everybody knows it. I mean, Paul, I you know, I'm, I not a, I'm not a history guy, but Showtime did a good job with the Four Kings documentary. Marvin Hagler had like 40-something fights before he got good point. Before he got the big opportunity. They never wanted to give Hagler either, his shot. Either, never. Either, either you're going to let history repeat exactly. itself 
But but what I'm saying is well, wait, wait, you wait, don't have me. to. I cannot make. Wait, wait, excuse me. I'll tell you what. Why don't you make them fight us and we'll pay you? Listen, we're trying, we're trying. by talking trying. about by talking about the situation that. on a daily level by what, getting what you on the show by getting you on the show. This is yeah. our attempt of forcing that fight. I, you know what? And I understand, but all he's going to do is turn a deaf ear. You know, he's on the other side of the country. We're not going to keep going to the fights and going here and there. He got the message. All right? Yeah, I, I agree, but I think the message has to it has to stay out there yeah. because that's the only way the fans are going to demand it and beat down his door. Listen, when Teofimo gets well, on his Twitter, they are hounding him when with Haney fights, fights, Ryan fights, take fights. Fight when it happened. Say again. I I I, I understand. Listen, I, listen, there's you're not going to find another podcaster that wants to see Andre in a big in a big fight. You're not going to find anybody more than me. I, I want have a that bunch big of them fight. that want to see us. In a, I want to see a bunch of them want to see us in a big fight. But the bottom line is, okay, how long it took Pacquiao and Mayweather to make that fight? Seven That's years. If he doesn't want to fight, we're willing to do a fight. If he doesn't want us to fight, we're going to keep chasing him. So no, what? it's not about chasing him. It's about keeping that message out there that they don't want the fight. That it's y'all side that is willing to send offers, seven million, and do all these things. It's about keeping your boot on the throat in the media. That's what it's about to you me. Know, we, we came out and said he was his own promoter and in an interview, and he could take any yeah. fight he wants and everything else. He was his own man, and then Alan must have told him to shut up, and that's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I think, yeah, bro. That's the, it was crazy. He's like, I'm my own promoter, and then he turned around. He's like, but I'm not a matchmaker. It's like, whoa. I mean, that's got to. Well, I guess he doesn't understand the matchmaker's job. A matchmaker's out there to look for a fight when you uh, opponent for somebody that needs a fight. We, you, you, we already got your opponent. You don't need a matchmaker for this stuff. All you're gonna do is say, I will. That's all you gotta do. So, take, no problem. So, Paul, did, have you guys re-signed with Matchroom? We're still with Matchroom. For for how many more years? Well, I don't discuss my contract. I mean, two, three, nothing. You don't gotta. You don't gotta give me exact <laughs> date. No, no, Matchroom. You know, we we get you know short term contracts, and that's cool. Okay. You know, and it's like even Eddie came out and said. He's never had a fighter that was so hard to get fights for. Yeah, I heard him say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on Callum Smith? Can can Eddie get you guys Callum Smith at least? Is it Callum fighting 168? Yeah, I mean, Demetrius yeah, but, was willing to go to 168 for Billy and for, for Canelo. Excuse me. Right, but I'm saying it doesn't make any sense to give a go up to 168 for Callum Smith. Yeah, I mean, no belt. I get you. I get you. I'm yeah. just trying to get you a, a decent name. I'm just... we get, then we still got to pay the sanction fees on our belt. Don't yeah. forget, no matter where we fight, what way we fight, we got to pay sanction fees and everything else for our belt. And there's no title on the line. No, we're so just trying to figure out what makes sense. Belt. So it's good that you're, you know, no, going no, through I the motions with triple us. Like... Fight makes sense. You know, well, what, a Barada fight I makes think, What happened to the Eubank but, fight? I, I I thought Eddie said he sent Eubank an offer that Eubank was interested in. You have to ask Eubanks. Mm. So nothing yet. I don't know. I mean, that fight can still be there. 
I mean, he I'm not saying it's gone or whatever. He ain't accept the offer yet. It's been mo- a month at the very least since he sent the offer. It could still be negotiating because you know that side is very pre-Madonna-ish. Like they, you know, in a good way. I mean, they do great for their fighter. You know, it's like, you know, it's funny because like before, back in the day, everybody was holding off their fighters for a fight with uh, Canelo because it paid more. There was guys that went and fighters, their managers were holding them back, thinking that they had a shot at Canelo, which the fight would actually pay more than fighting us. And I understand the business sense of it. But yeah. after they ain't getting the fight, well, that's still not coming over to us. Whoever challenges Demetrius for his title, come on, there was a title at 54. Ch- uh, Canelo was our mandatory. And what did he do? He didn't unify the 154 like he wanted to. He moved to the middleweight division. Now he wanted to um, well, unify the middleweight division. He was division, already unified, right? though. That's, I don't know. You guys, a lot of people have that misconception. Remember that he unified when he beat Austin Trout. Right, he lost to Mayweather next, and then he fought Angulo and Laura, and Laura was already a unified champ. He took the belts from I'm Laura. I'm talking about all four belts. I'm talking about. Oh, you talking belts. undisputed? You mean undisputed? That's the right. difference. Exactly. All right. Right. All right. So, but Canelo was our mandatory the 54s for two years. Then he moved up to middleweight. We moved up to middleweight. We won the on um, 160 belt. Then he, he decided he ain't going to unify the 160 because he has to come see us. So what he do? He took it once Benavides got stripped. He took the easy path because he wouldn't fight Benavides. He took the easy path to the 168. Yeah. And Paul, Billy, don't forget, Billy Paul. Saunders was supposed to fight us. And he took the easier path and went up to 168. Paul, are you really going to say that the easy path is 168? Come on, you understand boxing. It was the each for, for undisputed, okay, the easier path for him was 168. He had Benavides mm. there. Okay. So, so you saying, yeah. hold on, hold on, because you, you, you seem to be overlooking the number one Callum Smith who went through the tournament to earn his bones and, yeah. and the IBF champ that won it by mandatory by beating the champion and Ustataki knocking him down two times when people thought he had no power. Keller Plant. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see what easy route is at 168. Well, put it this way: it was either see us at 160 or see Benavides at 168. Yeah, I mean, if you put it that now, way, Billy yes, Joe, I think obviously wait, the Billy harder Joe fight is Andre, but now, Billy Joe was supposed to fight us after he got stripped. He was supposed to be our mandatory. That was the deal. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, twice he didn't want to do the fight. Now, there was a vacant belt in the 168, so Billy Joe went to the 168 for the vacant belt. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that that still makes – look, you know what? You're, you're, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's fine. Um, I will say this, though. Okay. Oh, you know what? Real quick, what's your uh, thoughts on Golovkin uh, Royota? Who, who wins that, in your opinion? What, Murata? Yeah. Yeah, Golovkin and Murata. Does Murata have a real shot to upset the apple card here? No. Um, yeah, I think he does. Wow. Me too. I mean, see, I I'm, agree. Not, I'm not upset with Triple G because Triple G, uh, you know, he, he's trying to get some money before he cashes out. His body's kind of done. He had a lot of wars. You know, he's not the man he used to be. So you can't get mad at a guy like that. Okay. 
Now, on top of that, okay, some of these guys don't fight nobody in the age group. I mean, we'll be the oldest guy they fight. So what are they waiting for us to age out? No, Triple G I mean, saying, okay, fine, I want a title. I, I, Triple G's going to fight Mamada who ain't fought in over a year. You know what I mean? And I think Triple G, it, it, it's a toy cross because, you know, Triple G got the power, but Triple G is aged out. Like, uh, what's the mm. Kovalov? You know what I'm saying? Mm. With Kovalov. He fight the old Kovalov. You know, who would throw it out. Who, Canelo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. Yo, Paul, man. He dog. Oh, oh, man. Why you, why you taking all these shots, Paul? I'm giving an example. <laughs> I'm giving an example. No, you're taking, no, no, you no. taking shots. Oh, Let oh, me oh, ask you a question because I asked no, Ronnie Shields. No, I asked Ronnie Sims the same question. Could Demetrius let me, let me, Andre... Wait, wait, let me, okay, go ahead, what? go ahead. I got it. Let, let, me, let me just say one thing. That was a comparison, okay, of Triple G fighting Marotta. Triple G is up there in age. He's aged and out, okay? Just like with that, just like Canelo for Kovalov. Kovalov was in the show. Cool, They're cool. not in their prime anymore. People, people like to say that Kovalev was old, but I asked Ronnie Shields, did he feel that on that same exact day, Jamal could have moved up and beat Kovalev the same way Canelo did? And he said no. He didn't think Jamal could have moved up to 75. And I'm going to ask you the same thing. Do you think Andre could have moved up that same day and did the same thing that Canelo did? Because people say we people uh, discredit it at, at 175. Not yes, not at 175. Wait, 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 wait. As soon as he won that belt, he threw it away as fast as he could before he had to get a challenger. It was only a novelty. He only went up there to expose a three-time light heavyweight champion. How do people discredit Kovalev? He's a three-time WBO champion. I'm not discrediting Kovalev. I'm telling you, his body was done. You saying he's not a, he wasn't as he wasn't the same fighter at Paul, that moment that Paul, he was exactly Paul he just okay. exactly he I can rock with that Triple G he had Triple just, G is not the same Triple G he used to be I agree so I don't I agree I don't agree Kovalev was done I don't think he was done I don't agree Kovalev was done he had he had just he beat he had just beat an up and coming undefeated Anthony Yard, Yard who was. Uh, 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 his body is like a Greek wait, god. Wait, wait. Did, did, did Kovalev throw any punches in that fight? It's hard to throw punches when you're fighting one of the best counter punches in the game, man. Yo, listen. We're, 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 well, I, I don't want to get down, lost down this rabbit hole. Let me, let me bring the convo back to something else real quick. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, he was saying something, Mario. What you say, Paul? Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's not what I was about to say. But I'm saying wow. is, you know what? Is it hard? Okay, he might be a great counterpuncher, okay? But Kovalev should have had the strength, the power, and the size over him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a fair place to end it right there. Listen, I want to ask you your opinion on Jaime Munguia. Um, is that a fight that y'all, that, that he does, does he ever take his, his shot against y'all, honestly? Because he said after the fight, I want a world champion. I want a world championship fight next, or Gabe Rosado. Let's be real. He meant I want <laughs> Gabe Rosado. Like okay. that's what he wants. You think that y'all okay, that so he's ever gonna take that fight, fight with y'all? Okay. Wait, 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 wait,
Wait a What's he going to do? Fight for a vacant belt? Gabe is out of the belt. I don't know. And he do a middleweight belt. I mean, he does. I so don't think he thinks he's ready. I don't think he thinks wait, he's ready. Wait. Well, he had the opportunity to fight us. He's our mandatory. Yeah. But he didn't take and it. He and, and, he, and I think it's because he d- thinks he's not ready, well, like Ness said. So what I'm asking is, okay. here's a, look, let me paint this picture. Let me paint this picture for you, Paul. I think Heitman... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, let me ask one question first, please. One question, right? If he wasn't ready for a belt, then how the hell he beat Saddam Ali and have the 54 WBO 54 belt? Yeah, that's at 54. Hold on. That's yeah, at that 54. Was at and look who... Wait, and wait, wait, Ali beat Cotto for that. We had the 54 belt and we went off. Yeah, but you built I'll different. Wait, you, we had to go up because we couldn't make the weight anymore. So we went up and won the middleweight belt. You built different. So how different. could he not be better? You built different. It, listen, let's let's stop bullshitting. Better. It's not that he's not ready. It's that he's not good enough. Mungia is a name and he draws. They don't want to fight y'all because that he loses to like 60% of the belt holders. He's, he's between not 160. ready. You can look at his fight yesterday. Let's be real though. No, he, listen, Paul, Paul, come on, man. You've been with your son his entire career. Mongia's not ready. He just switched trainers. He's still committing some really big flaws. They're working. It's, he's not ready. You know, the, the the title shot at 54 was versus a welterweight. It, again, you've been with your, your son his entire career. You would have advised him to take that fight. He also defended that 54 title until he couldn't make the weight anymore. He's a big guy. Yeah, but, but, he he def- could, that's like, but Paul, Paul. You, remember, you had guys that could stand for 54 and guys who couldn't. Paul, remember that he defended it and arguably lost to Dennis Hogan. So they had to hit the reset button. They they got rid of the trainer. They got they let 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 go of the belt, moved up, and they're working. They're not ready. I don't see them hey, ready. You know what that sounds like to me? You know what that sounds like to me? What? A guy like Dan Boa, he could never get the mistakes out of him. Mm. Uh, well, Gamboa's a little different because I think he was a three-division champ or a two-division champ at the very least. And, Plus, he was and, a better athlete. And, and he never needed, um, like, transition fight. Even though he did get uh, Freitas on the Pacquiao undercard when he moved up from 26 to, like, 30. But you know what my philosophy is? What's that? Everybody can win a belt. It's key is what you have to do. Yes, defend it. Yes. Well right, said. so once you go into that territory, yo, you're open game. Okay? Well, that's he why he don't want the belt. That's why he don't want a shot he at the belt. And said, <laughs> when he decided to go to middleweight, right, he could have said, no, do not rank me number one. Do not rank me up that high. Well, you never know. Uh, what yeah, politics but come on. Nobody going to say that. Nobody going to come and say, no, yo, no, I don't no, want to be no, thought of as no. a good fighter. Like... Well, well, the whole thing is he's uh, he's been our mandatory for two years. Yeah, and he's going to stay your mandatory till you vacate. He's going to stay your mandatory. Yo, D-Lo, uh, 404 Boxing. Go ahead. Once you vacate, that's when he's going to get his shot with the next guy. That's that's exactly what D-Lo 404 says. Andre will be retired before Jaime is ready. Say again, Paul. Hey, they all start fighting once we get what? I said say it again. Well, we hey, once you lose that red class, they all start fighting. Like when we left the 54s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, man, we're not going to. They all gonna... started fighting. Hey, even Conal jumped in. They <laughs> all started fighting once we left the 54s. Everybody. <laughs> we couldn't even wasn't allowed to fight. Okay. 
um, Cal, um, there was Cal, um, what was it? The other Smith guy, um, Mundine, all these guys, they said, you want to fight him? You know what they wanted us to fight Andy Lee? I said, Andy Lee's a 60. He's a big, what are you kidding me? Yeah, Andy Lee would have been know, a good fight. All started fighting each other. As soon as we got stripped, oh, they all wanted that title. Hmm. Every one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Liam got that belt, right? Oh, man, I silenced you. I silenced you for a minute. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what to say. Silence you on that one. It, it, Cody was offered the fight with us. He didn't want to take it. Okay, all the 54s, really? every single 54 that was, we, was, will you fight us? Now, the ones that wanted to fight or were willing to fight, TV was like, I'm not paying for that guy. Yeah, they, they did you they wrong, man. HBO. Fight. They would never let us fight Gabe Rizzotto, even a few years back. And I like Gabe. He's a great guy and everything else. And, man, he got a great career. He just keeps coming back. And I love Gabe. You know, we had him in camps and everything else. But they wouldn't improve Gabe for us. So they literally said no to Gabe for you? Hell yeah, a while back. But you know what though? I, I, like I talked about that yesterday. It, it, it's the bad style yeah, matchup. It's two boxers. It's not gonna work. Gabe. Oh my God! Now, now let's pick and choose styles. We don't care what style you have. Now we're gonna pick and choose styles. Oh come on, two boxers. You need someone Yo, to be the be antagonist. Oh, but it was okay for Danny Jacobs to take him. You're saying Danny Jacobs can't box? Yeah, but Danny Jacobs is a perceived, and I'm using air quotes, but you know he's a perceived puncher. Because Danny likes to get inside and do his work. Yeah, but the, the no, networks no, care about that. Networks care that he's, right. he, he might put someone out. Oh, man. Come on. Gabriel got a fight with Danny. We would never be able to get that fight. Yeah, You're because, talking about how many times. But that's what I'm saying. But, but what I, what, the reason I think he got is because Jacobs has a little more pop. So there was a higher probability of a stoppage. He's, he's, a, he's technically a better boxer than Gabe and a bigger puncher. He was supposed to get a better performance, and he didn't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, Danny's age, though, he had did a lot of wars. It goes back to their bodies. That's their true. Their bodies can only do this so long. Okay? They can't keep doing this. I mean, like, you take uh, Bernard, man, or, or one of these guys that fought until his 50s, man, that, you know, that's miracle guys. What about... But their bodies can't take it. So, so I know I, I, I was at a fight uh, that Demetrius had in Huntington, New York on the Algeria undercard. And I know Virgil was uh, in the corner at that time. And, and um, Andre Rogier was also there calling Demetrius his nephew. So does that mean that a fight between Jacobs and, and, and Andre could never happen because there's some friendship there that we don't know about? But they were always friends. We used to do guys. Look, I took my kid when he was young. I said I went. And, we went and trained the spot guys where the guys could beat. All right. So we were always friends. I used to. I used to send my kid up to New York for two, three weeks at a time. I used to go up there with Andre. All of us were all in the same region. They'll be uh, same region. Andre always made our uniforms and everything else. We go wrong. Mm. Our pressure goes way back to the amateurs. 
And that's when Danny Jacobs and Demetrius Ford was in the amateurs. Because mm. when, when Demetrius came out of uh, when Demetrius went in the scenes in the amateurs, everybody moved out weight classes because nobody could. Google beat every amateur in the country. Everybody moved their um, weight classes out. See, even my like my boy Sean, your great friend Keith Durham is a great friend of ours. You know. And, and they all speak highly they, of you. They, when when they're on the hey, show, they know, all speak highly hey, of y'all. I, I, I've been to a few Keith Thurman camps, man, and I've seen the pictures on his gym wall, and he told me the stories about Andre beating him twice in the amateurs. Yeah. And he, one thing, he was at a fight. He said, they go boo-boo. The only man that ever kicked my ass. Yeah. Keith's mm. a Greek. I used to talk to him after the fight. Him, the best fight I ever saw was him and Boyd Nelson. Oh, God. For the uh, box off? Oh, God, man. It was a slug fan. Wow. Yeah. Everybody that we have on here talks about how much that they respect y'all and how, how great Andre is. And, and, and and they just, you know, Chris Algieri, I remember he had said something like, uh, you know, y'all would be the biggest fighters in the world right now. If, if they, if, if y'all were to get the fights that y'all should have gotten, you know, um, just high, high, high levels of respect throughout the boxing community from everybody, from managers to fighters. Um, and real quick, Paul, let me take it back. Uh, we did have a question uh, for Steve in the UK. He just and, and it was a question that I wanted to ask. Do you think Montiel beats a Liam Williams? That's a tough fight. I'll tell you what. Uh, he better be ready to be in an MMA match and not a boxing match. That's all I can mm. say. Because <laughs> that was... I mean, he was so dirty in there, shoulder blocks. He would put Booba with a headlock, try to rake his mouth, rake his eyes, everything. Wow. That was a dirty... Crazy. Now, Montiel, I mean, Williams, I mean, he he, 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 he he put his life out of line. I don't know how the hell he was taking all those uppercuts and everything else, but you know Dominic Ingles and what happens in all his fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Paul just Paul Yeah, you're not lying. Uh listen, Paul, so we're gonna we're gonna let my boy came to if he had if, if he had an extra hand in his ass, he would have pulled it out and hit Booba with it. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so Paul, do you guys I have mean, like a do you have like a, a a projected return month? Has has Matchroom or Eddie mentioned when they would like you to come back or when they would like you to start? Well, I thought we would come back in um, July, and they would try to do the Ubex fight. Oh, and that's the guy that said we have to fight. We said okay, no problem. You just tell us who we fight, and we fight. We've never turned down a fighter. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have that luxury. Is July still an option? I want this guy. I got is July huh? still an option, uh, even though it's only a month away? Oh, no, ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody in training camp. Mm. You know, we want our too much notice like everybody else gets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, you know, we're just waiting for them to just put a fight together that makes sense for them. You know, they wanted to do that fight over the UK and everything else. And you know what? I mean, like, you fight anybody, anybody. We went to Germany with four co-parents. You know what? That's, that's what we told we had to do. That's what we did. 
Talking to the receiver, we lost you. Oh, I said you don't see Demetrius doing the same fight twice. Yeah, he has a he has a knack. You know, I taught him everything he has to do. Look for this. A fighter is a book. Just read the pages. They'll show you what you read. Just read the pages. Read the hand position. Read the footwork. I mean, Bubba will beat one guy with a staff. He'll beat another guy. He beat you. Well, you never see the close over the uppercut, but he was fighting Williams. Okay. And Darkwood, he just kept turning in. Darkwood around was just waiting for Darkwood to play catch up with his friend and just knock him on his ass. So Taylor, Taylor thought he was going to do something. That guy spent more time on the campus than anybody else. <laughs> go down now. You know what? Whether Boomer, and I quote Boomer, I, I don't care about knockouts. I'm not looking for him to go out there and um, open yourself, expose yourself. Because I've seen double knockouts. I've seen where a guy was ready to knock out a guy, a guy throws a lucky punch and come out. So you can't go in there reckless. You've got to still maintain your defense and your composure. You know, don't go in there reckless. You know, Fox. Fox can tell Bubble's power the first. Bubble, he stayed away from Bubble for the whole fight. The guy's 65. How are you going to catch him if he's not going to get a lot of out? Alantes Fox, I remember that fight. I mean, Will Williams did a number on Fox. Yeah. Definitely, I remember that. But listen, Paul, man, we're not going to take too much more of your time. Do appreciate you coming on short notice. Appreciate you. I know you don't do the social media thing, but uh, look to get you back on soon. As soon as you guys find out something, I'll have uh, my co-producer Brandon contact you to schedule you back. <laughs> You know what y'all can do is tell Chala to put up or shut up. We trying, man. See, we trying. No, we keep we we tell them we're here. We crashed your press conference. We're here. We're not going away. You know, quit making excuses. You see him in the interview every time you miss message Demetrius Andrade, he forgets how to speak English. He starts stuttering and all this crazy stuff. Yo, you know, don't worry about it. He'll do it in the ring. That's no problem. For sure, for sure. Well, Paul, man, thanks again. We're going to hope that, I, uh, you know, Charlo hears the message. Oh, he hears the message, but he has to take the earmuffs off. All right. He knows what it is. He knows what time it is. He knows what time it is. How is you it know? that you guys That's never it. cross paths in the amateurs? I think Boo was just a little older than Doom. How old are they, those guys now? 30. Yeah, Bubba's 33, so uh, I get that little age there. And then they keep running around about a fight that never happened, was never signed. And you know what I get to say to them? Good thing it didn't happen because they wouldn't be here where they are today. Because mm. yeah. he would have beat one child and then went to the other child. <laughs> they, they would not be where they're at today. Paul. Had that fight, he was fired. Would you guys do the Benavidez fight? No belt. No belt. R do you think the zone approves Rosado now? For us, never. 
Hell no, even, never. And I like game. No disrespect but, but did you for him, see man. His win he Saturday? just keeps doing his thing. Huh? Even after that knockout win Saturday, you don't think they approve him? Yeah, but with WBO going to approve, too. Oh, yeah. They he, don't approve that. The other guys, you're going to understand, they give these guys guys that they will never approve for us. Yeah. Well, he got ranked they in the WBA it. with that belt, with that fight. He got like a WBA Continental, but that that doesn't help him in the WBO. I get it. No, but it helps him in the world rankings. Yes, because the top ten. When I talk about top ten, I'm not talking about top ten in, in the individual organizations. I'm talking about top ten in the world, mm-hmm. and that's what we fight. We fight all the top tens in the world, and and there's another stat you guys don't even realize. Anybody gets in the ring with Demetrius, their punch output gets cut in half. Mm. They put, Damn, they that's put a good point. You punch, never think of that. Their punch, their punch count gets cut in half, less than half. If there was a record for the least amount of punches taken in 12-round fights consistently, he would have it. I mean, Floyd Damn. holds that record, Paul. What do you mean? Least punches landed and most punches landed on. Like, Floyd is, you know. Oh, ratio. And, and, and then I know ESPN what? tried to uh, compare Lomachenko to that, but I, I don't believe that's that with all the hands Pedraza and uh, I mean, Linares. We go 12 rounds and some, people, some guys don't even break 100 on us in 12-round fights. Yeah, but to be that's honest with you, Paul, that's probably also a big part of why y'all haven't gotten these big fights. It's like, it's not just that y'all are so good. It's also that y'all are difficult to look good against. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, man, he's he's good, bro. Well, Teddy Atlas said one time, he's like a superhero. As soon as he touches you, he takes all your powers away. Mm. Gotta look vulnerable. Put that on action. a shirt. Yeah, right, because he has a high boxing IQ. He knows when he throws a punch, the only punch you can throw back at him. You'll see him throw a punch and duck it, and the guy's punch just went over his head. He knows how to slip punches. Just like he knows how to elongate his body. When he's bent over a little bit, he throws that big left-hand loop, he elongates his body. He has the reach. Well, Paul, man, uh, do want to thank you. Um, but Rosado is top 10, but at 68. He's at 68 now, so there's no belt, like you said. I like Rosado. I told you that from the beginning. Yeah, I know. I had Rosado in our boxing camp. He's a great kid. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And he's doing his thing, man, and I give him credit. He's a fighter that's allowed to still fight. Absolutely. Shout out and to And he became a spoiler the other day. Yeah, Saturday was a big night for him. Exactly. And he gets up there, he don't care. He fights. He don't care. He's allowed to do what he wants to do, and that is fight. Yeah. Just like Devin Chaco. You know, we had a shot to um, fight Devin Chaco, and... Um, they asked us, you know, like three weeks before the fight, you know, because they had extra money. We said, no, we'll fight them the next month, no problem. And the fight never took place. Mm. And, and Booba would eat Devinchenko up. <laughs> when Danny Pitt stopped for about Devinchenko at that fight, Devinchenko didn't have a clue of what to do. Not a clue. And Danny doesn't really fight stuff for 
Mm-hmm. What do you think Bubbles angles would do to him? I mean, he's fight. I mean, yesterday, I mean, Saturday definitely proved to us, and, and and boxing just keeps proving to us that that these fights need to happen regardless of what we think would happen. Like no one thought Juan Montiel, who was knocked out in one round versus Mongia, was gonna go twelve rounds with Charlo. Well. You know what? He did his thing. You know, he went at them. I think he would have did a lot better if he didn't force his way into the inside. You know? Mm-hmm. From punches. He, 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 you know, he, had, he had his cell going up and he forced his way to the inside, but he smothered himself. He keep a decent range with it. You know, it was a good fight. By the way, man, I forgot to... I remember David Tallow. I said, damn, Tallow! Bubble's fight is... face never looked like that after a fight. That's why you needed to be at the press conference, see? That's funny. Yo, yo man, no, man, we had obligations. You know, we do have whole obligations at home. But shit, Bubble's face never, faces never look like that after a fight. <laughs> ah, man, Paul. He might have to take a year to get his chip back together. <laughs> well, I know Samson definitely said Montiel needs two months before we talk about anything. So that makes it four. <laughs> yeah, it does. Too much for Gilda, then too much for the training camp. Yeah. No, the kid looked good and everything. I just felt like he over-smothered himself and whatnot. And when he got in there, he didn't get his body work in there the way he needed to. He, he, expo- he was just easy to hit once his shell dropped. He did have success from that southpaw stance, did he not, or what? Yeah, a little bit, but there's another guy that doesn't know how to fight tough for. I know, I know. But Paul, man, thank you again, brother. Uh, we appreciate your time. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, father and trainer of Demetrius Andre, Paul Andre. Paul, enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, ladies and gents, you know the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. If you want to voice your opinion, let us know how you feel on the topic. Uh, we just had Paul Andre on the show. We're discussing Charlo insisting, if not demanding, that if Andre fights Montiel, who obviously, after speaking to Samson Luikovic today, uh, isn't going to be available uh, for at least four months due to having to take off some time with a tough, tough fight. We're going out to Oklahoma. AMG, what's going on? Yo, what's up, guys? Good show as usual. Thank you, thank you. How are you, brother? Good, good. Yeah, just on the uh, on the topic, I, first of all, I want to say shout-out to Jermel. Uh, I'm kind of realizing why he always... I've seen multiple interviews where Jamel points out that there's a big difference between him and his brother. <laughs> and I'm trying I'm starting to see why, man. He doesn't want them to be compared. Like he's he's about that undisputed. So I am rocking with Jamel a lot more than with Jamal. For sure. And then for sure. uh I noticed that in the last four or five fights, Jamal has gotten like quite a few quote unquote soft touches, like Hogan, Adams. This guy, I wonder if the guys in charge 
Maybe no they don't trust that he can go out there and get the big win, you know? Uh, you know, that's a good theory. Could be. And then the other thing is he's always contradicting himself. I'm tired of that. Like, always. first, he talks shit about Benavidez. Then he got to get vaccinated. He's at 160. He says he wants to go after, after Canelo. Now he doesn't want to go after Canelo. He's at 160. He doesn't make, he doesn't make fights. He, he's his own he promoter. Like constantly goes back and forth. He's just talking fucking gibberish at this point. <laughs> but yeah, wow. shout out to you guys. Good show. Shout out to you, you my brother. friend. Shout out to you. Thank you for calling in. We're going out to what rep it. What rep it? What rep it? What's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, so tomorrow I seen you in the chat. I was arguing with them about Floyd. Floyd was great in the pocket, man. That's that's he underrated was. thing. He Floyd was great in the pocket. And he fought mo- the majority of his career in the pocket. What people don't realize, he wasn't a runner. He was. He was very elusive in the pocket. That's why he was so hard he to get. He stayed man. in the pocket, but how much offense did he actually produce in there? That wasn't based off count. Like he pretty, wasn't like pretty boy in the pocket. Pretty, you know bo- pretty boy, pretty boy. Floyd knocked out people while he was in the pocket. Also, his yeah. later years, Victor Ortiz, Canelo, all those guys, he did it inside the pocket. He would stand there and wait for someone to jump in and get him in the pocket. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the something else real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Canelo is getting disrespected for going up in weight classes. I don't think Andre would do good against Callum Smith. I think Callum Smith is too big. Uh, Prove the pawn is Mayweather went up and fought a guy who was big and long, and it wasn't easy for him. So people acting like a short guy fighting big guys is nothing, and we can all do that. That's not true. Kovalev was a monster. Anthony Yard is a monster. Anthony Yard would KO Andre right now, and we're disrespecting the whole the whole weight class thing. That's why there's weight classes. Um, that's my call. And also, hey, uh, Nestor. Yeah. I'm going to go in on Jason Banana. I'm, I'm going in with him. I'm taking him. I'll probably put like 25 on him. I don't think Lubin. I've seen all your interviews with Lubin, but I don't think I don't think he's going to handle Banana. That's my call. I mean, it's not a bad bet because Banana's a power puncher and Lubin has shown to be... Slightly suspect with the chin due to the Charlo fight and the Terrell Gachet fight. He was hurt. Yeah, that's a good fight. And like, Gachet isn't known to be a puncher. Uh, but he said something else that was crazy a few seconds He before. said that Anthony Yard beats that Andre. That was insane. That was Okay, almost... but listen. If you want to try to use the idea that weight classes matter, mm-hmm. so a guy like Yard who's not as good as Andre pound for pound could be him based off of the weight disadvantages and size and power. Okay, we'll have that conversation. But you got to be very specific on the idea that Andre and Yard are not – they're not the same caliber. Listen, we're going to be doing an untitled show at 7 p.m. So we are switching to – And now that we're on drive-by, all we can give each caller is 40 – five seconds because we cannot be late for our untitled episode on members only which will be uploaded to patreon so if you're a patreon member don't worry it'll be there an hour after it goes live if you're a member for youtube and you want to watch it live then it'll be there at 7 p.m we start and you can interact with us live um all right drive by Let's go. Ron in D.C., you got 45 seconds. Get it together. Let's go. 
Drive-by. What I'm trying to figure out is how my man gonna say he not a he not a promoter, but right after the win, he call out Triple G and or the winner of the Triple G and, and, and Marauder match, which is over there in the in the zone, the same way Boo Boo is. But when they ask him about Boo Boo, he gets the stuttering and then say he not a promoter. Somebody shook. It's, 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 if y'all see it, I, I see it. Somebody see it. He wants no smoke to boo-boo, just like, just like a whole lot of other fighters. Canelo, one of the main ones. But that horrible fighter stuff, that means I don't want to fight him. All right. Boxologist. Bye-bye. Boxologist, talk to us. Yo. Start fighting some of guys, man. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, man. He fought he fought the tallest uh middleweight in the world, Atlantis Fox, man, six six. But I wanted to ask you something, bro. Um I uh Charlo man did an interview where he said he sent the offer to Triple G and Andrade. I wanted you to ask Paul about it, man, but do you know any um uh I wonder what was up with that, man? Was that true? Was he blowing smoke? But he said he sent the offer, but we never got details, and I haven't heard Eddie say nothing about it, so I just wanted to get your take on it. I kind of feel like... It's before the month, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of feel like uh, Showtime's Espinosa said something like that, but I, I don't remember. Um, and my interview with Espinosa was, was strictly <laughs> other things. Um, so, yeah, man. Boxing Chief. Drive by! Wow, I don't have much time. So Charlo and um, made offers to Triple G and Andrade. Never heard that before, so that's news to me. Charlo uh, looked decent against the guy who naturally turned 40, uh, pro at 140 pounds. His loss to Munguia was two rounds, not one, and that was at 147. That was 20 pounds ago. Um, I don't know if Charlo should uh, can beat Andrade, but that's a fight that should happen so they can separate themselves. The winner should get the bigger fights. How much time do I have left? Uh, 30 seconds. Uh, 30 seconds. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me back on again. And um, that, uh, that's about all I got for now. All right. Uh, we going to Trill. Con Trill in Phoenix. Talk to us. Drive Yo, I got to say, man, you get, you had the best response I ever seen. Like, you're like, oh, let's go. You're like, yo, let's go. Let's. Man, you made me so hyped in that video. I freaking love it. But I also want to say I can't respect Charlo anymore. How can you sit up there and try to pay po- politics and don't want to fight Andrade, but you want a payday? You want a payday? Now I lost all respect for Charlo. Much love, y'all. All right, brother. Thank you for uh, tuning in, man. Payday. You want payday? I know that. Payday. You want payday? Austin. Talk to us in Texas. Hey, what up, man? Now, I'll make it quick, though. Uh, first things first, the Charlo's scared, bro. He's scary. Second thing, this is for people in the chat, bro. I've been calling out the same three people, bro. That karma surge, dude, he's scary as fuck. That's all I know. That's my call. Thank you. Good show. Can't wait for the untitled. I mean, the way that it works in Border Wars is if you don't have footage and people haven't seen you, no one's really going to sign up to fight you. 
without footage. Uh... We're going out to Maryland. Hawk in Maryland. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, what's up? Love Charlo, boss. Love Charlo. But you need to get that clip from the Rocky II movie when Clubber Lang said, man, the way you ducking is ridiculous. Because I'm telling you, a, a champion telling another champion that they got to fight somebody before they get to fight themselves. crazy to me. I understand a, a champion telling a, a contender, but that right there just sounds like duck to me. It sounds like duck. Duck's all. He should fight. He should fight him before he get before he lose to somebody that ain't nobody. That's my call. All right. Thank you for calling in, Hulk, Marilyn. If you're on Blog Talk, you need to press the numero uno so we know that you want to get on the show and voice your opinion. We're going out to LV Slugger. Talk to me, LV Slugger. Definitely not good, champ. Not good. Trey in the bay. Trey in the bay. What do you say? LV, what up? You better. What's good? Yeah, man. Uh, Shout out to uh, Andrade Pops coming on. Good show. But yeah, man. Shout out to Andrade, man. That's a good fight. I feel like. You know, with them both being undefeated, multiple world, you know, two division world champions, I feel like it should be on the level. It's not it's not on the level of a Bud Spence, but I think it should be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they both undefeated, fighting for that old. You know what I'm saying? I don't see what's the problem. He already, Charlo already said, Triple G unifying with Marauder. So, I mean, the, the Andrade fight should be the easiest fight to go ahead and unify with, man. That's a huge fight. And you know what I'm saying? If it go down our favor, Charlo, I'm betting on the draw. I'm going to bet on the draw. I can definitely see that first fight going to be in the draw, and they can just build their own, you know, own lane together, man. Just go ahead and fight, man. Well, you come to Mario. I'll take your bet. All right. We got Rod in Philly. Rod in Philly, what up? Yo, what's going on, Ness? What up? Uh, yo, look, I, w- I went to Boston to see uh, – which originally was supposed to be Billy Joe Demetrius, but you know, uh, ended up being um, I forget the other Walter and Donkey. I, I seen Demetrius up and close, up close and personal. His skills, he's got the skills, man. He's athletic. He's a good boxer. He's got a good boxing IQ. People say he don't got that much power, but I don't see people just walking through him or trying to walk towards him like that. I think it's a great fight. To me, I pick Andre, but I think Charlo. They all been playing the politics game. Triple G been playing the politics game. They all been saying he don't fight nobody. He's no good. He's awkward. He's, he doesn't have any fans. The second, the third. But nobody just wants to fight him. So I, I would love to see the Charlo fight or or uh, Canel- Canelo. Uh... Or Canelo what, champ? Oh no, I was just saying or Canelo, either him oh, or okay. Charlo or Canelo, either one. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I thought my internet froze. I said, damn, he, he either dropped off, can internet froze. But we got Machine Gun Matt Garcia that says, Andre got to fight Montiel and win a spelling bee in between rounds. <laughs> Yo, that's messed up. The sarcasm. I love it. I love Yo, it. Steve, uh, I don't know if you hit one and then you didn't realize you hit it and you hit it again, but you, you're not 
on waiting, champ. Yeah, let us he know. He was on. Press the number one if you want to talk. Steve in Chicago. We got D-Lo 404 Boxing with the Super Chat. $2 says Andre will be retired before Jaime is ready. And I think Mario said that, but that's Hilarious. okay. Because uh, yeah, he's not ready. How old is Jaime with 37 fights? I mean, Jaime is... I have it right here. How old are you, No, Jaime? I don't. Jaime... Jaime is uh, Why you do that? ranked four in the world according to Box Rec and not ready. Thirty-seven fights, twenty-four years old. Come on, dog. Yo, Ness, don't buy, don't buy into that bullshit. 24. If he wanted to say he wasn't acclimated to the weight, okay, that's a that's a fair point. But he's to suggest not that worthy. you're now he's not ready, bro. He's not ready. What do you mean? Okay, but so then are you saying that he's not ready? In relations to he'll his skills look like he will be ready someday, or are you saying um, he's not ready because he's not good enough, and there is no, it, there's nothing that suggests he's gonna get much better than what he is now. He just got with Eric Morales. They're still working. We got Brotherhood with a super chat that says two bucks for Paul's last comment about Ingle, and he was talking about <laughs> the Ingle camp. The Ingle that was camp. worth more than two dollars. But and uh, we got stiff jab stiff jab tell me about it you know what i mean we got paul andre on a hot topic and uh very little love where's those thumbs up at we got stiff jabs it says charlo stay creating obstacles for the good opponents go to oz and get some heart damn damn, damn. that was rough that was rough that was rough that's everybody catch us right here on right now youtube memberships in one minute where it's only for youtube memberships we're going to be doing untitled where we could talk about anything, anything not just boxing but we are going to be talking about danny garcia and who we think his 154 pound opponent should be plus me and mario i think are going to unveil our new company that we've started and uh is maybe some border wars stuff too it's already successful and yeah maybe some border wars talk so all you got to do is be a member of the tbv youtube channel which is also the, got my shirt too i'm gonna debut it for this one that you're on right now this channel so you can join us in uno minutos for a youtube uno. memberships only video youtube memberships only video can a salute hope you got the email sent you a bunch of new um videos don't forget to follow my man can on social media he's doing a phenomenal job with the interviews and uh, we've been premiering them make sure that you tune into the youtube channel evening time anywhere from 1 p.m to 10 p.m eastern we will be premiering interviews on a daily basis catch us mm. on the next one which is right now on youtube right now peace Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.